Big Shook, Big Shook. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Well, that's true. You could add a mohawk. All right, you could have. Oh, I don't know. Have you ever had a mohawk? <sighs> no, I had a bowl cut. A bowl, a bowl cut. cut. I had a bowl cut too. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. We used to call them jail cuts. <laughs> dudes, and dudes say, oh, "No, I can't fade, but I'll give you a cut." And mother cut all that little line over there. Like, oh man! That, oh, it's called the mo from the Three Stooges. So the hats on. They don't know I'm bald. And we right. are here, the Danger Zone Podcast, number thirty-two. Yeah, episode thirty-two. The big show. Hell yeah. Mr. DL. Chef Tanya Nicole. We got a special guest calling in a, in a little bit. Yeah, man. Battle rap through. legend Cortez. Yep. Back. Coming through. We waiting on that, man. You know we're going to have some shit in, man. Yeah, it's going to be a give it interview. <laughs> so, Shook, what's going on this week? <laughs> um, yo. <laughs> I don't even, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's it always it's, spicy today. Yeah, nah, nah, it's mixed, that rum. Nah, nah. Right, you can't be a mm-hmm. yo. You can't be a man and be spicy. That shit don't even sound right. Spicy. Oh, you're spicy. <laughs> nah. You know, you might be show. right. You might be right. Yeah, kind of spicy. But, but <laughs> anyway, you know, back to the spice. Nah. Um, I got one. Go ahead, man. I got go. one with that. The whole internet kind of topsy turvy this week in the rap world. Jay Z dropped a verse. On the DJ Khaled album, oh yeah, that people are already saying the verse of the year, and then it's got all the underground rappers saying, "Well, I got a verse better than that on my SoundCloud. Go check it out." Right, right. <laughs> so we, you know, <laughs> so we have all that going on. But um, I won't say it's verse of the year. I don't, I'm not saying it's not verse of the year. It's too long, and I started to fall off, kind of. On it, I do have ADD, so it could have been a so factor. So like you zoned out. It's for like a four-minute verse. You like zoned out. You well, yeah, like he might have said something, and I started thinking about something he said, and then I kind of was gone for like six, seven, eight bars. You know what I mean? The thing about it for me is like because like I'm a fan of him, rhyming and shit like that. I'm gonna listen to the four minutes because I I don't believe yeah. I'm gonna hear no you know no, idiocy or whatever. I'm no, gonna, it was good. I'm gonna hear some adequate shit. So that's me fucking with it, but um. You know, Jay's one of the greats, man, as far as I'm concerned. Um, it is good that he still comes through. He still has that passion. So, you know, shout out to Jay-Z and me and Khaled on that shit, man. Do your you thing. Uh, Rick fan. Ross is also on the song, and Lil Wayne is on the song. Okay. Um, Rick Ross's verse isn't terrible or, or anything. It, it, uh, it, it, it's not terrible. I like Lil Wayne. I think Lil Wayne's good. But his his verse has auto-tune, and it's the only part of the song with auto-tune. Right. So I thought I, I was like, man, just give Rick Ross and Lil Wayne their own song and, and, yeah. and put this four-minute Jay-Z verse out, bro, because this is a... Two different things. And in some ways, it's probably going to be in the mix like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So also, Jada Kiss and Swiss Beat uh, reunite for two new songs following a Funk Flex challenge. Oh, yeah, this oh, challenge. Oh, yes. yeah, he has, like, his Thursday challenges. Um, Jada Kiss and Swiss Beats have delivered two songs after being challenged by Funk Flex to release new music. Flex premiered a brand tr- a brand new track from the longtime collaborators during DJ Enough's afternoon set on Hot 97 a couple of days ago on Monday, August 29. The song samples Onyx 2002, Back the Fuck Up, her part two single, Bring Em Out, oh. Bring Em Out Dead, and finds Jadakiss tearing up Swizz 80s inspired beats. You gotta go through me in the city to get the stamp. These niggas ain't really rapping. It's cause they are uh, they can. All they really doing is capping on all the fans. These rappers is too friendly. Y'all niggas be holding hands. Hiding behind fashion, I'm hiding behind passion. He spits. I guess that was um uh uh not Jada Kiss, um who's the other fucking flex. I'm fucking no no, it's two people rapping. Shit, oh, I thought you were talking. I, I thought you, you said were Swiss saying that that was Yeah, Swiss. So that's oh, what Swiss is okay. rapping now? Yeah, no, okay. no, that's what Jadakiss rhymes on. Gensu. He got the fuego. The fuego is making him forget We can, we can 
Jens through that shit real yeah, quick. Yeah, I guess he did that same thing to Busta Rhymes, and I guess Busta Rhymes released two new songs for the Funk Flex Challenge. Because what Funk Master Flex does is he's on Hot 97, so no. I am a New Yorker. I know it's you dope. have your feelings about Funk Master Flex, but, like, I love me some Funk Master I mean, Flex. I mean, I, I just I look at him as a DJ. I give him respect on being on the radio yeah, yeah, because he broke some of my shit, and then just the fact that, okay, I'm down to hear some shit. You I know, used to think he sucked. And then he played one of my songs. And now I think he's all right. No, nah, I was just trying to... I thought this shit was always <laughs> nah, official. I, no, no, um, I I, uh, I just uh, always hated that New York bam, 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 bam. screaming over uh, the record, oof. bringing it back. I played two That's bars. Bringing it back, two bars, two bars. Bringing it back, two bars. Two, I was like, yo... Put a song. That's that essence. That's the essence. Yeah, but remember, back in the day, you were waiting to like hit record on your uh, well, cassette yeah, tape. Some so. people, now it's the some people, yeah, yeah, right. And, but then some people all the other way they <laughs> yeah. gotta move forward. You know what I mean? So he was always talking over the music. DJ Clue, and he's still I, 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 I like them. Don't get me wrong. Not a young motherfucker. Ron like, G. He shout he out to Ron G. G. You know, the youngest in charge. Now, now, now it's. Now yeah, it's the man. Waze girl talking over all the music. <laughs> what I was saying was that's... <laughs> In nah, two miles, no. take a, shut up, bitch, I'm trying it, to hear this fucking it, song. It, it, it's <laughs> Tanya. Tanya talking over the music. I'm trying to get my point. Yo, Say this, what is it? Go ahead, put it right there. My point was this, like, he has certain days that he's on, and, and usually every week he challenges somebody. He's like, yo, I challenge so-and-so and so-and-so. Yeah. New music next Thursday. Because so, he so, plays so. new music. And he's trying to bring more, more new music. Is, and that he's smart. Because yeah, yeah. getting it's like, the, the artist publicity it's as like well. Sa- it's like salsa. Because because you just said because <laughs> he plays like so-so-so. Or maybe he was just stuttering. I don't know. I just... I heard so so. He bringing the corn. So no so so music. Maybe that's what it was. Is there something on the cob. Latin? What is it? You just said so so so. No, not even salsa. It's, that it's, might have been a stutter. It does happen. Oh, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit! I um, I'm sorry, Tanya. So yeah, Funk Flex. He's, he's been <laughs> Tanya, the, get the fuck out of here with that. He's bullshit. been in the news this last <laughs> Go ahead, man. last couple, last like I don't know, a month or so with the whole shit. Conway stuff, the whole Pete Rock stuff, the whole now Busta Rhymes, now Diddy. But is that like publicity? You know, Diddy? yeah, he does publicity for us, publicity for him. Everyone's talking about him. <laughs> yo, she got it. Yo, y'all talking. Yo, we could put a basket up there. It's true. You want me to start calling you Chiquita? Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I just wanted to chill and put put a drink up there for a minute. All right. Well, what's next? A pool shiesty shows off a new look in prison photo. It appears uh, pool shiesty. If those who don't know him, yeah, you know, then you, then then you don't know. But it says appears to be going through something with transformation in prison, physically at least. Um. On Monday, the incarcerated rapper took to Twitter to share a new photo of him behind bars, showing off his almost unrecognizable new look. The usually ski mask clad MC can be seen rocking longer hair, a full beard, and a picture, along with gold framed glasses while striking a pensive pose for the cameras. Eagle Eye fans also noticed the H in his chopper form uh, tattoo has been removed further suggesting the Memphis native has been on a spiritual journey while in prison. Cut. Well, who doesn't go on a spiritual journey <laughs> yeah. in prison? A lot of people do. You know what I'm saying? So like, stay tuned. Stay tuned. So what do I got to do to not get raped? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's what, gang, what, what group but, do I have to join But here? you know what? That's such a falsification, too, <laughs> in, in prison. Joking. Nah, a lot of people be thinking that, that, that motherfuckers get raped or whatever. Yo. Some, the consent. It's consent. Some people are already bitch in them. Cause that's how that happens to a lot of people. Some people are already like that, so it's not yeah. People are oh, someone's going running around raping you people. You already got jail. bitches. No, you, you already, already got it. In. You're already soft like that. Motherfuckers know that. That's when they slap you and you be like, oh, let's make love. Come on, that's <laughs> the fuck out of here. That's some other, really? other shit. They say make love. I know. Yeah, they probably do. Uh, yeah, you know oh, what man. I mean. Got word it right. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's not what you say. It's how yeah, you say it. I don't know, it. man. You got 137 years. Though, I guess some motherfuckers are saying let's make love, but that's. This is the danger zone. That's what I'm saying. You know what so I mean? Got, um, what else you got there, David? Um, oh, cool G Rap and Big Daddy Kane released oh, a yeah. new single together. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah, you? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty I, good. I thought it was yet. pretty good. Okay, I, I like how he set it off, though. Like, you know, uh, Cool G was set that off. His, his verses, I don't know, he still sound like that, that vigorous young dude with that, like, his rapping fire. 
I mean, his, that's because his flow is before it's time. You know what I mean? I feel, you know, that's why he's, I'm telling you, he sound like regular motherfucker on there, like that school G rap. That's yeah. some shit you can fuck with, like, you know? Yeah, if, if the beat's right, and, it, uh, you know, I really, I don't like a lot of the beats that he chooses, but the beats that I like, he he's always destroying them, you know what I mean? So. Well, you make beats. That's why this beats. Well, there's some like it. The, the beats you I did a couple like. videos for him, and I, I didn't like the beats that much on the songs. You know. Did y'all go get sandwiches? Nah, that was a long ass day. That was a 19-hour video shoot. Let me tell y'all something. That was an infamous video shoot that we'll talk about with Saigon when he's on the podcast. When you eat, yeah, excuse me. I look forward me, to it. <laughs> I look forward to it. But let me tell you something. You do videos, Mr. DL. They come out, they're clear, they're quality, and they're great. But you're not going to get nothing to eat. So don't even think that you're going to come around and eat nothing. Nah, we don't do that shit. We're not eating. There's like, no craft services. Now, let's, oh, yeah, craft. Oh, shit, you know, see? I know, I've I, done craft Now, but craft services. is the snacks. You got to go to the trucks and get the fucking... Yeah. Well, now the craft services upgrade, because the other day I was on a set, mm. and they had the truck, they had the menu... Yes. And they had, like you said, like snacks. Yeah. But they had like the grill going and everything. You could yeah, get love, like steak and cheese. What I, I so. mean, it's, it's something I know I love when I do the movies and shit. Cause you be like, first you got the crabs snacking it up, and then you got these trucks with prime, prime rib and chicken and uh, this shit's crazy. What's man. the best the thing you you've ever eaten from craft services? Me? Yeah. I like, can't. I can't really. One time they try to fool me though. Uh oh. They try to come I out. Pity the fool. First See? of all, I don't eat, <laughs> I don't eat sushi and shit. You know what I mean? Nah, fuck that. Oh, she was on a Rosie Perez shit right there. But Remember yo, how they say you look like Mr. T? Yes. Maybe you were talking about the fool. Nah, nah. They thought that. They thought that's like you know. And they was like, yo, Chef Tizzle look like Rosie Perez. I said, no, she don't. I'll take that compliment. That's that bullshit. I love that's that bullshit. Rosie. Nah, I'm fucking with you. But yo, back to the rocket fuel movement. You know how I feel with Rosie Perez. You like her? Yeah. Yeah, she's dope, dude. She Tell them why you like her. Oh, shit. Tell them why. Puerto Tell Rican? the people why. Maybe that's how he got his Puerto Rican spice. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, now that's, yeah, that can go there. Puerto Rican spice. <laughs> Let's just Dia. say White Man Can't Jump came out at the perfect time for me. And you, and you tried to jump? <laughs> and I was oh, like. It's called puberty. I was like, oh, look at them titties. Oh, like, shit. Oh, that motherfucker in his house like that. <laughs> Oh, he wow. Pause button. Yeah, I can imagine. Fix, fix the tracking. Remember yeah. that shit? Tracking. Oh, on that shit. <laughs> Shape that shit up. What? And you know, how, I, well, you know, you have, to, you have to realize that you were much younger than me at that time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was like, what is that? 91 that came out or something? 1991. I was like, I'm free. <laughs> I can't right, believe I'm out here. He was enjoying titties too, though. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, you were enjoying I'm, those titties, I mean, titties I'm, as much I'm, as I was. I'm, I'm, That's I'm why they person. made that that scene for you guys. Yeah, so. actually, I didn't get out. I probably didn't see shit like because for a whole year, but shit was just like, man, I'm fucking glad to be out here. <laughs> was it hard to adjust, adjust to it? With the freedom? Yeah. No, no, no. Because well, when I went in, this open book, you know, I was fucked up, man. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. When I came out, I had none of that addiction, none of that crazy shit that I was doing. So it was like, oh shit, I'm out here now. But I thought in my life that I could be that. I could be like living, you know, like that. So to the adjustment after a while, you know, it was cool. And then like, you know, later on, that year later, later on is when I connected back up with Google, hmm. you know, and then it started ascending with this shit. So, but I was only there for about three years, you know, and People get to people, you know, sometimes people like, you know, or, or they might be like, oh, that's not that long, whatever. So listen. Does it you, go by slow for you? Well, anyway, if you go, for me, it might have went by a little quick because every four or five months, they was moving me to another spot. So therefore, time was like kind of moving like that. And that was a lot of overcrowding in that time. But people don't realize when you see that one birthday, two birthdays, three, you sitting there like, damn, yeah. you know, this shit is real. Because at first, sometimes people get in and out, in and out, and then you get born. Now, that's only three years. But, I mean, obviously, I ran into people, whatever, that had, like, you know, phone book numbers. that we used yeah. to call them. You know, these in 200 years, 50, 10, I could 12, imagine missing you know? other people's, like, your mom's birthday was probably t tougher than missing your own birthday. You know I mean, I mean like, you know? with me, it's just the fact that I recognize, man, that, damn, I fucked up. That's why I'm here. So how can I be when I re-enter society? No bullshit, man. No, no cap at all. That's how I really was thinking. So when I got back out, I wanted to stay out. 
You know what I mean? Now we have many years later, but yeah. I'm just saying, man. That shit. Yeah, so what's going on in the Puerto Rican world? Well, you know, this, we're not going to call it necessarily the Puerto Rican world, but we'll call it the Hispanic world. Call it what you want to call Especially it, man. Especially because Just of... call that shit. Okay. <laughs> he is so... Is well, go that, ahead with is the that, Is that male? Is that male enough? Shout out. Hey, Boricua. Hey, listen. When I was in jail, and <laughs> used to be in a part with the fucking... It just, it just took me back right there. And you'd be in a part when you was in for the night... It was Child Street back in the day. Now Child Street is a beautiful hotel. You know what I'm saying? That, that hotel is crazy right now, man. It's, I even went back and performed there at the American, um, at the Boston Music Awards. But huh. you'd be locked down for the night, and um, someone would yell, Boricua! That was Boricua! Right? You had me Boricua? I'd be like, oh shit. Boricua! What, what this shit mean? Right? Then I found out, you know, it was dudes in cells, different places. Trying to see who else was like Spanish, yeah. and then they be kicking it. Well, well, it's Puerto you know. Rican to be to be specific. And, but 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 you know, well, I, was that's what that is? That's just yes, Puerto Rican. Boricua is Borinquen, which is the island. Yeah. And Boricua is like what we are. Yeah, man, I'm fucking Boricua. Didn't do with the there was always a low voice, low voice, uh, low low voice. That should be funny. I was in there. I was like, oh, okay. I see what this is. You know what I mean? And my mother starts speaking in Spanish. As soon as they connect, someone's saying shit. You know, they probably sing some dumb shit too. Yo, you got any cigarettes up there? You know what I mean? Because that's what it was. Go ahead. What's the news? Yeah, what's the news? What's the news? My boy, you just just threw me out. Keep it in the music. Shout out to Nati Natacha. She's a Dominican artist. She's hit. Top ten of, for females since like 2005 is when they started doing that. It's like audio streams. So oh, she's you. had the most number ones on billboards audio streams for wow. Latin. Oh, for so Latin music. that's U.S. and Puerto Rico. More than like Mark Anthony and all these people. Mark Anthony. Top ten females. Oh, female. That's what I mean. Mark Anthony's on. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's Serena Williams <laughs> of, of that of that music, that genre. She Sometimes back. we listen. No, I was. It was a Mark Anthony joke. Well, you gotta listen to him yeah. anyway. Then I wasn't so. listening. I'm I saying know. he's a chick. Oh, you like him? Oh. You like Mark Anthony? <laughs> no, let's not talk about our Puerto Rican artists. Okay? Oh shit. Why? Because Bad Bunny was making out with making out oh, with a dude shit. on stage. No, he. Everybody already knows what he do. Dude, so I don't know. It's not like a surprise to me. Like you just mad. You ain't gonna make. I actually, we didn't meet, but they, you know, they if he not wants gonna to make meet him. me, I'm all for it. Hey, they're not gonna. And let, he's in an open relationship listen, with another artist. They gonna, they're not gonna let him in there the next time he comes through. <laughs> they're gonna be like, you too, too, vente. The Spanish, not gonna say. It's a queda. The Spanish, the Latino wars, they gonna be like him Son right there. Yeah. But no, nah, hey, so that's, that's cool. good. That's good. People like that's cool. That's for her. She likes. He wears when he wears a dress. like. He's like that's cool. I'm like, what? That's good. At the same time, he's like, okay, that's good. I think she's like in her 30s. Nah, that's like cool. Early, Beautiful. Like maybe like 30, 35. So, <laughs> so you heard it first here. Telemundo. Is she smart? Oh yeah, she's smart. Ooh. For those of you who don't know what that means, he means. I don't know. Oh, yo, we good? All right, so, uh, all right. Peace out to the uh, you know I mean? Dominican lady with the big breasts. Cool. Peace out? What did you say? You said peace out? No, yeah. Da, 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 because a lot of Puerto Rican dialect is Spanglish. So okay. it's very common for us to have a conversation with Spanish and English. I got a question. Yes, sir. Go, go ahead. So I guess that was a question more like an intermission. I guess we're leaving South America. You got term up here too. And Central America. We and said the DR, South America. Well, you said it was. It, you said it was. Y'all I said Hispanic. Hispanic news. Yeah, so Hispanic I was including everybody. Coming. So, I completed all. Gotcha. So we're gonna move on to sports. Okay. <laughs> now. Yeah, then play sports. In sports. Yeah, and, yeah, and news about any people in Latin America doing uh, sports stuff. Listen, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to I that. I didn't look anything up for that. <laughs> nothing, nothing was peaking my Pete, nah, this is always something. Actually, something did happen a couple ball. of yeah, weeks ago. Um, yeah. I forgot what his name is. He's a uh, MLB baseball player who owns a basketball team in Puerto Rico. And I think he plays for, I want to say Atlanta or the Cardinals. Man, that team must be terrible. When you find nah, out. they were actually, he actually like took two days out. off because they're in like basically when what you, we would call the, the championship in Puerto Rico. When you find out, let us know. So he was like, I got to be there for my team. He owns the team. That's cool. I believe it's the so Bayamón. We'll put it up on here. Yeah, we believe yeah. that. Um, but, uh, no, no Why y'all hating? No. When I come with the knowledge, no, I said, and you no, ask we me. said we believe that. No cap. We're fighting after we're not this, capping. right? There's gonna we're be not some capping, the trapping, fake rapping. How tall, how tall is the tallest person on that basketball team? I don't know. But there's some tall people on that we have Puerto Rican team, though. There yeah. are tall Straight Puerto Ricans. For real, for real. No, I'm not saying there's not. No, you'd be surprised. They find them up in for them teams. That team... They have a professional. They, find, they, they got a professional the league. Republic. No, no, it's professional. <laughs> yeah, there's a big professional league in Puerto Rico, though, for real. Yeah, it's a good one. It's supposed to be good. Carmelo Anthony. Liga Nacional um, de Baloncesto. I think it's like L N B. But listen, oh no, as we stay here today, though, we're we're on to the football season. Football. Football season will be coming up next week, and officially, I'll be having some picks on there. You know what I'm saying? So we can see what time it is. Me, my daughter, man. Shout out to Miss M Love. Uh, that's my daughter. And, nice. uh, you know, we got, we got some picks on here. But football's getting ready to go down. Um, like they say, a lot of adjustments, a lot of switches been been going around with these teams. They ready over there with Dallas Cowboys, with Dak Prescott, uh, Green Bay with um, Aaron Rodgers. You know, a lot lot's about to pop off. Aaron Donald over there with the Rams. You know, a lot of, a lot of shit happening over here. The Patriots and Mac Jones, who I expected to have a good year. But um, like they say, you know, that, but the NFL is not for long if you don't produce. So it should be a great year. <coughs> and let's, let's, re, let's, let's change that, though. Yeah, they, I was looking. They say NFL is not, means not for long unless your name is Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Well, I thought we were going with the FNL. So you know I was I mean? like waiting for an FNL. Hey, let me tell you, I was freestyling earlier and I said some shit like, because it was like, I was like, why they always go not for long? Yeah. And this motherfucker's 45. You know what I mean? So, but he's like Cinderella. You I mean, know? He's nah, like he ain't the turning exception, no not the, the rule. He still got on the goddamn gown in he's the like, glass he's, slippers. He's like, he's reached that age where he can't stop because once he takes that time off, it's going to hit him. Yeah, like, I, like, that's why even like on the other he's doing once something. You stop, First like, of all. Yeah, like when he, when he finally goes like this. Oh, he's going to stand up and look 10 years older. <laughs> but you know what it is? You know, if you think about it, though, first of all, we live to see a dude in that sport. He's one of a kind. Yeah. Is, like, yeah. yo, I've watched, like, quarterbacks get to 40. Chicago had, uh, um, I forget his name, Vince, uh, Vince Evans. You know what I'm saying? Um uh, the Rams had this dude back in the day, man, James Harris. Like, you see these dudes, right? And then, um, you know, then you had a few uh, other other uh, quarterbacks, man. And, oh, shout out and, and rest in peace to uh, Len Dawson, uh, longtime uh, NFL player, Kansas, uh, classic player. I uh, played for the Chiefs. and uh, He also was a broadcaster after, uh, after that. He just passed up, so uh, rest in peace, uh, Lynn Dawson. But I mean, like I said, Tom Brady's keep on pushing it. We're looking forward to the football season. Uh, the Red Sox, like I say, once again, are still the back of an ass. Um, so they they not going nowhere. They're not going to do nothing. He you said know? the back of an um, ass. You know, sh- it's so out. weird to see baseball still Tell going on. Tell us how you truly like, feel. Huh? Tell us how you truly feel. I mean, that's September and the season's not even over yet because of the strike in the beginning of the oh, year. Yeah. 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 Derek Jeter is the only person ever hit a home run in November because of the uh, 9/11. They when they postponed baseball for a while. How many does your boy? How many does your boy have now? Fifty. Yeah, fifty. Yeah. Twelve more. Yeah, he needs twelve more. We'll see what happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. So, uh, who the fuck is calling? 
Oh, it's Cortez. The Wu Family Moving Company. They've been your neighborhood moving company for over 10 years, offering swift, efficient, and stress-free moving. Just call Wu Family Moving at 978-398-2784, online at ROUXFamilyMoving.com. Yo, yo, yo. It's Big Shook. Mr. DL. And Chef Tanya Nicole. We all up in here, man. This is the Danger Zone Podcast, episode 32. Mm. And right now, we got my man sliding through. They call him the rap battle legend. You know what legend. I'm saying? Uh, uh, it's our man Cortez. You know, um, what's up, brother? What's going on? What's up, man? I'm shaking with y'all, man. Mm. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to be a part of this series, episode 32. You know what I mean? Of I know course. all the legends that y'all already had up there, so... You know, it's very humbling that I, I, I got some time up here, too. Nah, man, it's just, it's, it's, you know, we try to hit all angles of everything, too, man. Like, And, and I was just talking mm-hmm. to Premier. I was talking to Premier before I, um, you know, got here. And he gives a shout-out, too, because he's familiar with what you do as well. You know what I'm saying? So oh, that's I, love. I, I was just speaking to him. And, uh, you know, so can you give um, the people, some who might know and some who don't know, um, you know, the background on Cortez and, you know, how you came about and the situation, you know, and, and, and how you, how you you know, popped on the scene, you know? Um, to be honest with you, you know, I had, uh, I had like label situations and I, you know, this is maybe like mid 2000s to, to, to 2010, like, you know, that, that gap where like I had a lot of situations and, and you know, label deals and I was working on music and doing everything, right? I was just trying to get my hands in on everything. But when it came to ciphers or like battles on the block, everyone would always call me. Right. You know what I mean? I was always the lyrical miracle, you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> right. I just, you know, that was my thing. I was very aggressive. So then uh, I had got an opportunity to uh, battle at Fight Club when they was filming for MTV2, when right. they had that, that season. And uh, this was right after the Jen and Sirius Jones uh, went real viral back then. Right. And once once I went there, I battled 10 dudes like the same night. I made it all the way to the end. I ended up uh, battling people like Jag, that's down with Larceny family, uh, uh, Cassidy and them. And, you know, like, I, I actually battled a lot of people further down the line that were, like, very important to the culture. Right. But at that time, I stood out. And I was Spanish, you know? Like, I was the only Puerto Rican. Like, people were like, yo, who's this Spanish kid from Brooklyn? You know? So it was a name buzzing around me. And then DJ Vlad had started doing battles. Right. He was doing these things called butcher battles. And I won that also. Right. And one of the footages, like somebody recorded it on their little flip phone. They recorded a battle against me versus Jay Focus. And uh, from that day with Vlad, and I smoked him. Mm-hmm. Now this is maybe 2006, right? Further down the line, 2008, Jay Focus becomes the 106 and Park champion. Right. So now people are Googling him. Mm-hmm. I'm not even aware that the battles on YouTube, you know, I, I, I had no knowledge of it. And I just remember when I seen 106, I was like, man, I battled dude before. Like, I, I beat him. Slate. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And hating. I'm not going to lie. I was hating. I was like, damn. He on TV. I smoke. You know what I mean? I you know how that should go. And then, uh, you know, further, uh, 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 Jay Focus, I got approached by this guy named Direct who started Grind Time. And uh, he wanted him to battle. And when he watched all his battles, he had asked him. He said, yo, there's this kid named Cortez that you battled like two years ago. And like, how could we find him or contact him? And Jay Focus still had my number. And me, I'm hating on him. Meanwhile, Jay Focus is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hand you his number. He handed off my number to them. You know what I mean? To get me involved. Right. And when they called me, a lot of people don't know World Star Hip Hop started with battles. So, you know, World Star and Grind Time, they had a partnership. Mm. And from there, I was on the first card. I battled Complex. He battled Hollow the Dawn. And, you know, once, you know, within six months, that whole Grind Time movement just flew. You know what I mean? And from there, my name just started ringing crazy. And, 
you know, it was just like unexpected. I'm trying to do all this other stuff, record labels, and, and I had a publishing deal. I was writing records for, for R&B artists, and rapping myself and helping reggaeton artists. And the one thing I didn't focus on was battling. And that's the one thing that broke through for me out of all those other stuff. So, wow. you know, it's 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 a it's a it's an eye opener for real. Shout out to um, my nephew Mo. Um, that that you know he's involved in that battle, um, the battle uh, uh, culture. As as you as you move forward now, though, like you know, are you still like actively battling, or are you trying to set on making music, or what what, what is it you you after right now? Oh. No, I'm actively battling. Um, I had one of the biggest battles this year against Surf, uh, uh, Mr. DL. Like uh, he he knows I battled earlier this year in in uh, in Mass. Yep. You know I battled XL out there, and then, then we went and recorded songs that that same night. You know I, I make sure that I just stay busy. Right. You know um, it's a blessing that I get to do what I love for a living and earn good money doing. So it's like, I'm not closing the door on nothing. I'm independent. I'm going to get a bag for battling. I'm going to get that bag. I'm going to get the bag for making music. I'm going to get that bag. I just make sure that whatever Cortez name is stamped on, it's official. You know what I mean? No one's going to sit there and say, eh, he can't make music. Or no one's going to sit there and say, eh, he's trash on the battle shit. Nah, I just go hard for whatever I could get my, you know what I mean? Get, get, get my brand in position. Right. I think you're, you're one of those battle rappers that does actually make good music as well. Thanks. Um, Thank you. So, you know, not to say that it's very rare, but it, it is kind of rare that someone can master both of those. Which do you prefer, if you had to pick, would you rather make music or do battles? To be honest with you, music is like so fun for me. It's so more, it's much more natural. I could get, it's less stressful, well, <laughs> way less, less stressful, stressful. Yeah. you know. Uh, uh, you know, and, and my comfortability with making music and just, you know, creating a song is like so, so dope. You know, the one thing about battle rapping is though, it's like that energy, you're rapping in front of thousands of people. And that right there is like, whew, electrifying. You know what I'm saying? The scary thing about battling is every time I battle, it's new material. Mm. Every time. For the past 15 years, every time I had to battle, I had to do no material and try it out. Yeah. So, you know, some nights you have some bad nights when nobody yeah. is fucking with your shit. You know what I mean? It, it comes with the territory. But, you know, that rush of, you know, writing something down and then seeing the people go crazy over it, there's nothing like it either. But if I had to choose, just making music is just way easier for me, you know? Right. Talking right. about easier, you know, people who may not know the battle rapping world, like that's like that's something unfamiliar to them. What kind of preparation uh -huh. does it take? Speaking of, you know, performing is a lot easier because every time you battle rap, it's fresh. What kind of preparation, or at least for you, how long does it take you to, to be ready for a, for a battle rap? I mean, I can prepare for a battle in a week. I can but it will be rushed. It won't be like the best Cortez. You know, you might you might get some dope shit here and there, but it won't be like the A1 Cortez. But as far as, like, um, I would say maybe, I would say three weeks to a month. You give me three wow. weeks to a month to fully lock in, I'm gonna write my rhymes. I might take a week, week and a half writing, and then, I'm, and then memorizing and then performing. You know, it's like a play. It's like a Broadway play. So, you know, I can finish the rhymes and memorize them, but to really act them out and like perform them the way I want to with aggression and you know slowing down and and, 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 and speeding up, yeah, give me give me a month. Give me a month. Okay. What do you think about when like more traditional rappers try to test you? Like I saw Fredro Starr saying he wants to battle you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, do you even entertain that um, kind of shit? Of course, of course I do. Of course I do, because at the end of the day, it's a, it's it's a it's a big question. It's the same way how like if Fredro was to get me on a song, some me some people might be like, Who the fuck is Cortez think he is to get on a song with Alex? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So it so you know, battle rap fans look at it the same way. Like what makes him think just because 
he's did this and did that in Sunset Park and all. What makes him think he can come in here and battle? But it becomes a question that's marketable. And if it can sell and, and it can generate money, that's that's what we're in here for, you know? I would just, uh, you know, certain battle, certain battle rappers have embarrassed industry guys. I don't think there's not one industry guy that has come back that has like wild the people, yeah. you know, from Joe Buttons to uh, to cannabis, you know, like I, I feel like they understand like now nah, this is a whole different ball game, you, you know. Max, what you think about uh, like Cassie? You know, what do you put him in that pantheon or whatever? I think he, I think he's, I think he's terrible. <laughs> I think he's terrible. <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest no, with you. I feel like with Cassidy, and I know Cassidy. Like I've been in the studio with him. I've chilled with him, but uh, he's stuck in a pattern and like a, a cadence that is like so 2005, 2006. Mm. Now, granted, it's his cadence. Everyone wanted to rap like him. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's true. You know, times have changed. And if you don't change with the times, you're gonna get left behind, you know? He's just a person that he just thinks he knows it all. And he goes on the stage and he be getting killed. And then, and then it's just like, whatever, I want. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just laugh at it. I'll be like, yo, you know? So that's that's a question I have. Does he generate dollars? He generates a lot of dollars because he can talk shit. So, so, you know, there's other stuff too that, 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 that keep him relevant. A lot of these battles, they don't have announced winners. Like, what, what is it? Just decided in the comment section? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it'll be... It'll be barbershop talk. It'll okay. be block content. So, you know what I mean? On the corner store, yeah. in the barbershop. Yo, I think this nigga won. And that creates more people to go watch the battles and debate with, with people. And I think that's real healthy for the culture because it lets... It sparks conversation, you know? I think when you watch a battle, if you heard who won the battle before you watch it, you're not gonna watch it with the same type of enthusiasm. Okay. But if but if <laughs> if Ta if Tony's That's saying right. there, oh, I think Cortez won, and Suge sitting there saying, nah, I think this guy won, it's gonna make you go, and you're gonna go and say, well, I'm gonna watch it for myself, and I'm gonna see who won. Of course, right. You know what I mean? So right. it creates that type of interest and, and, and buzz around it, you know what I mean? So that's why they don't really announce the winners because then they everything's subjective. Yeah. So so when you when you when you're battling and stuff like that and you were someone else or whatever, do you feel that cats is, is respectful of each other when that shit is said and done? Do you find cats to be upset, you know, and shit or or, or how, how how do you feel it like that? <laughs> everything, everything. And do some dudes be upset some dudes, uh, uh, you know, some dudes cannot deal with uh, loss. Some yeah. deals don't like personals. You know, I really think it, it depends on who you're battling and what you're, what, what type of situation you're going to into the battle. If it's a guy that I've known for 15 years, he's on the battle circuit. He's just as popular as me. But let's say he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet, and no one's really knows him like that yeah. i could go in there and i could dish out all this dirt that might ruin the friendship you know what i mean am i gonna do that for a cheap win it depends i might not like you uh. you know <laughs> but if, if you're somebody that i'm cool with if you if, you, if i'm cool with you you, might hold you know back. what i mean i might be like nah i'm not gonna go there i'm gonna just rap you know what i mean i'll just i'll just rap yeah. but you got to be careful because let's say i go in there and i just rap and he comes in there trying to right. dig dirt right. because he thinks i'm gonna spit dirt you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, you gotta have your guards up. Thankfully, for me, I don't really have a lot of dirt on dirt on my name. I don't have like knock on air. I don't got weird wacky shit around me nah. where somebody could try and uh, you know what I mean, expose me or something. Yeah. I don't I don't have those issues. Thank God, you know. It but is, uh It yeah, is a cool job I, though, I you get paid to roast people. You know? Oh, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you would love that joke. I know what <laughs> I, I oh. roast motherfuckers and I ain't getting paid, but I yeah. shook the battle rapper coming you, up yeah, next. No, I, I've done that. I, see, my thing is, I've, I've had you know some battles like that coming coming through the game, but also I would be a judge a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I remember uh -huh. how some dudes would get like um, uh, wanted what you could tell they losing verbally, 
Right, but then they want to like start touching mm-hmm. and pointing out shit like which I always thought that part of that shit was whack. Like, nah, don't don't touch don't me or touch nothing. You. Like you just yeah. you try to go actually I like it to be verbalized, but mm-hmm. is that what motherfuckers do in some battles though? They want to try to start touching the shit. Yeah. I need I need three more. Yeah. Three more. Yeah. Nipsey Hustle. 
Um, J. Cole is eight. Oh, yeah, J. Cole. Oh, um, DMX. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how could I forget DMX? Yeah. DMX is nine, and I would definitely say it's a... It's a toss-up between Kiss and Fab. Okay. Okay. Man, so that's... That's Fab Kiss. You had an inside. You had an inside. <laughs> you might not know they'll fuck around and make an album because you said that. But um, he, uh, uh, that's an interesting list, man. That's, that's dope. Cause some we heard, new ones we have We heard, heard. Some, uh, some new names and shit on the list. And it's crazy, too, when you threw DMX in there because, rest in peace, DMX, even, even though he was scripted in the way that he was and the way he did his thing, he was actually like a battle rapper rhyming. You know what I mean? He shit was aggressive raw and like so you could even even though he wasn't really battling you know what i'm saying he but his his style and demeanor was that battle way. the devil like his i'll energy. smack the shit out of you his yeah, shit was like sad. i'll smack the shit out of you just by what he was saying like you know what i mean so yeah. i could see where you know it's like damn man that shit paralleled that shit though i'm glad you threw him in there because actually that's probably the first time you've been on the list yeah surprisingly and, 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 and um, uh uh 50. rest in peace and 50. Yeah, so 50 yeah, for sure. I don't, Cort yeah. Cortez came, came through oh, yeah. with, like with the original. Poof, poof, you know what I'm saying? So wait, 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 wait. So who who never got said before? X and Pun? No, no, Pun has. Uh, 50, 50 Cent, Cent and DMX. DMX. I, we don't think DMX yeah. has been said nah, in the tent. Nah. Has Joe Budden been said? Oh, Joe Budden hasn't been said either. Yeah, but that wasn't as shocking to me because he's a battle rapper. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. So I was like, ah, like, but when he said when he said DMX, I was like, yeah, DMX. Like we haven't heard that one yet. Nah, I haven't heard Joe either in the list of people's. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's all I'm saying. You know, he was he was he was very. I feel unique. like Joe Buttons better than I other man. Like, uh, <laughs> I feel like Buttons is really slept on. Like, uh, I feel like uh, I learned. See, like these guys are my favorites too because if I learned how to write from studying them, right, like. X taught me emotion. Oh, yes. Right? Like, I learned emotion. Like, I learned how to, like, if I'm going to go deep and, and dig deep, like, I'm going to give you some details. I'm going to be vulnerable. You know? But Joe Buttons, too, Joe Buttons is, like, one of the first emo rappers. Like, he'll talk about his industry struggles and yeah. his relationship struggles. And that taught me how to be very vivid in detail when, when they explain the things. So, like, those type of things always like catch me. You know, it don't just have to be a guy with punchlines or a guy with flow and delivery. Cause like Eminem used to be one of my favorites, uh -huh. but I can't I can't listen to Eminem now the same way I did when I was younger. It's beer, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, certain artists, I appreciate them, but I, 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 I you know, time counts for me. You Over grow time, out of how your body will work ages. That's true. I mean, perceptive is perceptive. You know that's 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 how uh, that's how Cortez is seeing that, and, and uh -huh. I respect that. We respect that because there's some people that people are always gonna listen to. I got a question for y'all. So, so there's a question for y'all. Uh oh. For y'all, I got one for y'all. That might be a first. Is there too. an artist? Is there an artist that y'all got fucked with growing up, like? But now you listen to the artist and it's just not the same. Even his old material, maybe not the new material, because that happens a lot with artists. But like, you sit back and it doesn't hit you the same way. Um. Well. Well. If I if I may, uh, with me, you know what I'm saying it's a little different because like you know I've I've been around for a long time, so mm -hmm. the style of rap or something like that artist that was I was you know kicking it with like in jet and rocker too in the beginning you know what i'm saying like that style look got passed you know what i mean so like i i just happen to be a dude that's still here and still in the mix and making records and things like that but not with my style like it's not the style <laughs> like those like for instance joints came out with me when i was young was curtis blow and uh and uh you know uh spoonie g and a few of these other guys so of course, as time went on, then the shit kind of evolved. And then I was evolving too as, as an MC. So now, like, okay, so then that be looks that's looked at as, you know, being old school and the style. You know what I mean? So now I get to the next level. I'm, I'm rocking in the 90s and shit like that. And cast is evolving. And then I happen to still be in the 2000s making music, which, which is a blessing. So for me, I feel as you grow, you can still keep growing. And when you do, therefore, you might pass some shit. 
But with me, it was errors. You know what I mean? Like that error, like, like, someone's not. Yeah, you got the G Rap Daddy Kane Rock Kim. Before that, you might have Run DMC, Slick Rick, Storytelling, and the way. Well, that's what started us. Different, and then you can see the progression. Like, yes, you know what I mean? Like somebody said, you go next. I'm sorry. Someone said said that. and uh, was Easy E was dope, you know? yeah, that was, that was right? So weird. And me, I don't think that. I don't think that, but I think that because I know like the behind the scenes shit. I know how things were created, so that probably makes so it weird. even more like me to be like that. You know? So my answer to that question yeah. was Easy E. <laughs> Not that I don't think it's still good. It just I, I I don't listen to it. Like I'm telling you, I listen to that shit 20 hours a day. I was listening to that shit. Damn man, like why why? Why I don't like Eminem the way I used to yeah. love him, or yeah, or even that. like Keith Murray. Keith Murray was one of the first CDs I went out and bought. Like I told my mom, Ma, I need twenty dollars, and I went to Sam Goody at the school. And, you know what I mean? And it was like, Nah, I need I need that Keith Murray beautifulest thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. now I look at it like, eh. like I wasn't a huge Pac fan. Yeah. Wasn't a huge Pac fan, no. right? Yeah. At all. And then when I when I started uh, like as I got older and I started understanding more that he was talking about, it wasn't about the lyricism. I was like, yeah, he's not the most lyrical in the world, but the shit he's talking about is is timeless. Yeah, he could rap. And I think that that's what catches me more now. Yeah, like like that that music becomes timeless, and I feel like that's become a bigger goal, at least for me, my pen, to create more shit that's timeless. That 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 withstands the now, you know? Like a lot of labels don't go for that. They'll just go for whatever's hot right now They can sell some records, you know? But there's not a lot of music that is like gonna withstand the hands of time. But do you think that's because not only have you grown as a man and you're more mature, right? You've seen the world, you know more about life, but also now you're an artist in the industry who kind of knows also how how things go and that also may taint your emotional connection for instance for me i'm not in the music industry so for me and i listen to all kinds of music it is for me an emotional connection that if i like that song that if i went to get that album you know i was probably listening through to it while i was going through something what? whether it was heartbreak or you know like your first love or whatever it was oh, so shit. for me okay. when i hear those songs <laughs> yeah. it automatically brings me back to that time to that feeling and even if it's bad i'm like yo i remember when i was going through it what and reflecting on it no, no. you're gonna get hurt big no, shug no, you're gonna get hurt i'm trying to understand that's you so. big and i'm little but yeah, yeah, i'll hey, hurt you no, good no, no, no violence please I'm sorry please, you know, but you know me. what i was saying is do you think it's because you're an artist now and you used to like those people and they inspired you but now you have a different perspective because you grew yeah yeah def- most definitely you know it's like it's like and it becomes more of a challenge it's like okay i can I can punchline and metaphor my ass off all day, right? But if I'm not saying nothing in the verse, then it's like, if I'm not giving you something you can relate to, I don't necessarily the verses. I could do stacks and all that, you know what I mean? Skipping a scheme, running the block, <laughs> sipping the peen, dumping the pot, dumping the peen, but I'm not saying anything, yes. you know what I mean? And to me, that like counts so much more as I've gotten older, where it's like, nah, man, I gotta say some real shit. I gotta say some, some dope shit, some shit that's gonna make people think. You know what I mean? And then still sneak the punchlines in and shit. And you know, that's what I think I got from people like Nipsey, or I got shit from people like Kiss, like uh, like Fab. They'll punch, but you know, they got a lot more depth to their, especially homes. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot more a uh, uh, depth to it. You know? No question, which is real. Um. Yeah, do you think about what you were saying earlier about um, artists you used to listen to and now you don't? Do you think a lot of that has to do with being in the industry and meeting people and then maybe they rubbed you the wrong way? You know, now now you don't fucking like their music anymore. Do you think that that ever happened to you? Because that's happened to me before. All right, big shit. That you met somebody in the industry and then like you meeting them, you, you wasn't a fan of them anymore? Yeah, like, you, you know, maybe you like, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, 
I had a uh, who I had a situation with. I mean, not let me not say a situation because he wouldn't he wouldn't remember me. But uh, you know, I remember one time Buster Rhymes thought I was trying to go into his VIP and I wasn't. What I was doing was I was going to talk to my man that just happened to be in front of his VIP and he put his arm up and like try to block it. And I pushed his hand off like, yo, bro, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And his security came and I'm like, yo, my nigga, nobody's even caring about this nigga right now. Like, bro, I'm trying to talk to my man, like, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, after that, I was like, eh, he's, a, he's an asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I've seen him on other occasions, and he's been cool, and I'm not going to sit here and tell him about himself. Because to be honest with you, everybody has a bad day. You know what I mean? And to me, he probably wasn't even paying attention to it like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not the he, way, he not the way most people it. do. You know, and and for me to think that the that he's gonna remember that is kind of corny on my end too. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you wouldn't. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think none of that shit. Nah. Who's your dream battle out of any rapper? That they don't even have to be a battle rapper, just someone you want to battle and smoke them. I would want to battle. Hmm. Bobby Kiss. Oh shit. Mm. Man. What about if you could battle anybody from history like Abraham Lincoln or whoever it was? Yeah. Yo, Kiss. <laughs> Yo, Kiss is that anybody? one. Nah, cause that's is there anybody who, in history? That's who he want to battle. Uh, hey. He want to battle Abe Lincoln? Yeah, he knows. <laughs> That's how rumors that. start. That's, that's it, the see. danger zone. We gonna do that Watch out. Too. We in la zona de peligro now. <laughs> Yo, but listen, man. Um, damn, you know, was you waiting for an answer? I don't know. Did you, did you get an answer? We didn't. We didn't get one. Who do you got? <laughs> he's he, gonna battle Cortez. He's gonna battle for the name. <laughs> well, he said, but, but he was saying, Jaden. Yeah, I could battle him for the name, right? <laughs> well, hey, I tell you, nah, but. And we appreciated you coming through. Hell yeah. Um, we want to ask something, because you know how you'd be like, well, if, what did we just want to know? Just tell me that <laughs> shit. Yeah, just, do that part. Do that part? Yeah. We just want to know. Hey. What are your socials? Yeah, like, you where can the people find you? At Cortez underscore Bodega. Oh, shit. Can't mess that up. At IG. Cortez underscore Bodega. Twitter. Yeah, that's the Twitter. That's the IG. You know, tap in with me, Cortez Politics, if you ever want to do business. And, you know, I'm here, man. I respond to DMs. I'm not Hollywood. I work with the people. Oh, yeah. So you're the, you're the people's people, the people's champ, so to speak. People's champ. No question, man. Exactly. Hey, we appreciate, appreciate you coming through. And, uh, you know, just, uh, just spend this time chopping up for a few. Thank you so much. Shout out to Cortez. That was a that was good, man. Shout out to Cortez. Course, that was our first battle rapper. Yeah. Friend of the show. But you know, it's my my favorite part of the week. Um, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, leave a comment with your favorite uh, part of the show, which is probably something I said. Uh. And um, <laughs> and um, it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's that time of the week. It's stupid as hell. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Stupid as hell. Yo, you know, you can say it like this. Yo, someone's though is stupid as hell. <laughs> but it's more effective when you go, he's stupid as hell. Like, that's just even worse. Like, you know what I mean? This week, the embarrassment continues. This week, stupid as hell is Herschel Walker. Oh, no. What? Now, Herschel Walker, you know... He was one of the greatest players man, in college. Wasn't he already stupid as hell? Uh, he's been, no, not for me, but he's had a lot of stupid as hell shit, oh, though. Oh, boy. But, I he's mean, on the train. Yeah, oh, he's definitely, and he probably can't come back. You know, I see you can make a stupid as hell come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, and sometimes it could be a little football shit. You know, he played a long time, man. But he, I was there in his rise in, in at Georgia. I lived out in Atlanta around them days, and, man, it was just such an energetic and terrific time. But right now, it says, uh, Herschel Walker says he found out he was black when his company became a minority-owned business. Hmm. 
they have regulations for everything. I found out that I was black. So my company was a minority owned business. Like, wow, a minority owned business? What does that mean? Stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> it means you got to fill out all these forms, Walker said. I was like, I gotta fit all, fill out all these forms to be black? I didn't want to be a black owned business. I wanted to be a business, Walker said. Now, the reason why you stupid as hell, brother, that's what you are, man. You are a black business owner. You know, it gives power and strength to, to, to our people that assist other people. That's what all that is. And you're going to say, you just, that's how you found out you were black? Listen, there's not much more reason to say much more. <laughs> but this week, <laughs> Herschel Walker, man, I loved you as a football player. Even your little brief career in that MMA, you know, I always followed you, but man. In the what? MMA. MMA. He was in that. Really? Oh, yeah. That. His, wow. his old ass had a couple of beefs. No shit. But this week, unfortunately, Herschel Walker, you're stupid as hell. What? Hell yeah. Dude, that so, was a good episode. No question. Great episode. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to Danger Zone Podcast. Big oh, show. Word. Mr. DL, Chef Tanya Nicole. Yes, yes. So we appreciate y'all coming through, man. Always remember, man, excuses have no purpose, so don't make them. Don't make them. As we grow, we glow. That means, man, listen, we keep the circles tighter so we shine brighter. You know what I mean? And we want to involve all y'all in what we doing. You know what I'm saying? The Danger Zone Podcast. Episode 32. You know what it is. <laughs> on my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular. Took big fat ass stacks from the register. No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure up. Hard I have, you joke when I stab. Rands in my pocket and still caught a cab.